0: You are now tuned in to the real Coach JB Slap podcast. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you last chance for me it's the last chance for you last chance for me it's the last chance for you last chance for me will I make it will I take it to the top we gonna see it's the what last up what up <clears throat> real coast j b here man on a monday morning on the west coast uh september twenty first usually I do my podcast on sundays, but um uh, couldn't get to it yesterday had a little poker match going and uh watching the games at the house man with a few uh close friends so apologize usually it'll be done on Sundays um so I'm gonna catch it up and get it done this Monday morning quote of the day man fear f-e-a-r all right fear has two meanings forget everything and run or face everything and rise the choice is yours life's about choices we make man I'd say it every day life's about choices you either fucking Forget everything and run like a lot of us are doing or you face everything and rise like very few of us do. So, hey, which fear are you? Which one will you do? A lot to get into real quick, man. I got a few things to talk about. Um, You know, Jackson State hired uh, Deion Sanders. I, I told you guys that last week, even though everyone was disputing it. Um shit you know uh i told you i mean it, it's who you know it ain't what you know man so hey i wish him the best man i really do um i just you know like i said there's about 200 mother, other cats that are more qualified but um dion uh you know he'll he's a, he's allowed to jump over all the you know Oh, I don't know what to say, man. You know, people are looking at it the wrong way. But all the sacrifices that all the young GA type of kids got to go through, the assistant coaches that never even get a chance to have to go through, that have grinded their teeth for years and years and years. And uh, I'm not going to cry over it, it's not fair because this world's not fair. So fucking get over it. But Dion's allowed because of who he is and who he knows not what he knows to jump all those so to speak so all the uh you know obstacles and hurdles that we all face as young coaches he gets he's allowed to jump those and and hey kudos to him man i mean life ain't fair i mean shit you know um he he gets to get in there and he'll get his feet wet and uh we'll see man um but uh hey Jackson State wants to face everything and rise not forget everything and run so we'll see. Um Lakers buzzer beater AD yells out Kobe's name right after. They're 3 and 0 in the Kobe Mamba jersey, the black jersey. Told you guys Lakers destined this year, man. I mean, I don't just I just don't the world works itself out. I just think it was uh it was going to happen. Um and I still think they're playing Boston. So, uh, Cowboys come back. I mean, everybody's up and roar about this one. They were down huge. And, you know, you know, we all, we didn't even watch it because we were watching other games and, and, and we saw the score and we were like, well, fuck not I don't, I don't care about it. I don't even watch NFL football like that. But um, then they come back and onside with, with, where, where it's just a travesty as a coach. I mean, the special team's hands team in the NFL and they don't know the rules to me is shocking. And I love Coach Flynn and uh, fuck man I don't see them uh, I don't know how Atlanta um, survives this one. I don't know how the coaches um I don't know how Dan and Dan Quinn's a great dude, man, but I don't see how Quinn is going to survive this. You know, they forced him to fire his coordinators last year. Um, you know, and he's a great defensive coach. Pete Carroll had him for years. in Seattle. That's how I met him and, 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 and ended up uh, building a little relationship with him through, um, him and, and, uh, coach Sarkeesian at Alabama now, who was his OC, who was also, you know, they're all Pete Carroll guys. So, I don't know how he survives this, man. Um, You know, he was the 16th head coach in Atlanta Falcon history. I just don't think Arthur Blank, you know, as quick as people are to fire guys, maybe COVID saves them. I I don't know. You know, it's a result-oriented business. You give up a huge Super Bowl, and you gave up this. Um, and, And I know he can coach. I know he's a great dude. I just, you know. Sometimes it's result-oriented business, man, and he didn't get it done. I beat Brandon Lang. Um, as you know, on Fridays we do our uh, pick'em quick segment, and uh, we have a bet going. We're going to go all year long, and our bet is going to be one game that me and him, you know, differ on opinions on, and uh, and we'll take the points. And I took, I took Seattle outright, which I won. And I also got the points because he's a handicapper, so he wanted the points. And so, uh, you know, Seahawks covered, obviously. Um, So, I mean, Pats didn't cover, basically. They were the underdogs. So, hey, I just – and really the game wasn't that close. It shouldn't have been even that close. Uh, I think Seahawks are the best team in the NFL. I said it in the beginning of the season. Um, I think they'll beat the Chiefs. I'm um, in the Super Bowl. So. Uh, Carson Wentz looks about as overrated as ever. I, I'm just telling you guys. I don't see how people keep defending a motherfucker. He can't throw a crossing route without fucking dropping his elbow. The ball flutters out. His platform is horrible. If you guys know what a platform is on a quarterback, if you guys know anything about quarterback play, I mean, he drops his fucking elbow. His platform's super fucking sporadic. The ball's coming out because he's supernating and not pronating. Hey, don't let me start preaching about coaching, bro. Anyway, he's not hitting his fucking fin- You know, he, he can't. He, the balls are coming out horribly if you just watch his delivery. It's because he's super panicky, rushing everything. And when you drop your elbow as a quarterback and then try to get it up and out, there's just a lot of room for air. And he is really fucking struggling. He can't hit any crossing routes. He can't hit an out route. He can't hit a back in the flat. He missed several throws like that yesterday that you just can't miss. High school kids make those throws. So I understand it's a different level. But what I'm saying is mechanically, he just, is, he don't have the it factor, man, that I tell you guys about. So, Goff has looked better. Um, I think he's starting to understand McVeigh's offense a little better. He's got some weapons. Um, you know, sometimes, you know, subtract, you know, addition by subtraction is a real thing in a locker room, just so everybody's clear. They got rid of some dudes. I don't, I'm not saying Gurley's a bad dude or anything. I don't know him, but I know they got rid of some other people. And even though Jalen Ramsey probably could have some shit bird in him, I still think, um, you know, obviously the money helps, but um, he's been a good addition for that particular roster. So we're going to see if they can keep going. I think the difference this year, though, to last year is not only has, has McVay simplified some things, in my opinion, on watching hard knocks and different things, picking up coaching things, i think they simplified some things for him and i think they've ran the ball more in the first two games this year than they had in four games last year and i think that helps golf and i think cup the emergence of higby the tight end and all those guys i think that they're they're uh and then they sign woods long term i think they have some some uh stability and i think they're ready to uh they they're gonna make they're gonna be different. They're gonna be hard to beat. I think in the West. I think it's them in Seattle. I think Arizona will falter soon, um, and uh, you know we'll see. I think it's the Rams and Seattle's uh, division to lose, and uh, see what happens. But the big difference is the Rams' defense is much improved. The coordinator does a great job. He's been around a long time. They do multiple things on the front, which is you know surprising you know he's doing about fucking he runs four fronts a game and does a shitload of things out of each one of them so they're they're hard to scheme uh if i was a old coordinator i'd be like fuck man you might have to jump in 12 personnel and just run inside outside zone and fucking boot and play action because they're fucking hard you know you start getting in different formations it changes the front and it changes it up on the O line and they're d, they're their d, d line and, you know you can put any three guys with aaron donald You know, put my fat ass and my two buddies' fat asses in there with Aaron Donald. We'll take the double team on because we're fat and out of shape now. Aaron Donald to just go eat. We were laughing about that yesterday. But, um, hey, I don't know. Uh, We killed, you know, everyone was killing Cam Newton um, before the season because he didn't get signed by anybody, you know, People are comparing him to fucking Kaepernick. But even though he hasn't done anything since he fucking, you know, took lobsters or whatever at fucking Florida, but crab legs, but or stole a laptop, whatever he did. Anyway, they're getting killed for all this shit, you know, and then they praise Bilicek for signing him to a one million, two million dollar fucking one year deal. But remember, you know. These guys passed up on Kaepernick, too, (laughs) Whatever reason, like I told everybody, Kaepernick wasn't very good. I'm just gonna tell you guys, I don't what he stood for and all that shit's a whole nother ball game. So kudos to him, but he's not Cam Newton. Let's just make it because I heard some people on ESPN today talking about. Well, they passed up on Kaepernick. It's this NFL's. It's a result-oriented business. I, you know, does Kaepernick deserve to be in the league somewhere? Probably. I mean, I think he's better than some of these motherfuckers, right? But is he Cam Newton? Cam Newton? No, he's not. He's not a starter in the NFL. I don't believe. I think he can be a quality backup, change the pace type of guy. I mean, if Tebow did it, fuck you know Kaepernick's much better. And you know, I don't know, man. But who knows? I, I, it's half and half. I just know for. I'm just telling you guys without giving you a bunch of names. It's half and half. There's a half a reason they don't sign him, and there's half a reason Kaepernick don't go because he wants certain things. So. Beggars can't be choosers either. So just remember, Cap wants a bunch of shit too now. That whole fucking workout thing last year was all set up. Like, come on, man. He's just, he he he's overplaying in my opinion. So he's doing some other things. So quit saying Billichick passed on Kaepernick because that's what fucking Stephen A. Smith tried to say today. I think they're better with Cam Newton. Just let's keep it real. Um, but, you know, hey, who knows cam's been good i mean, like watching i like watching him with mcdaniels um doing some shit that i used to do in offense like they're running some multiple things with a guy that can run who's a freak and can throw and threw for fucking accounted for 445 yards yesterday um so i don't know i just hate when these espn guys that have never coached start debating with guys like rex ryan on espn like dan orlowski and fucking ryan clark and all these fucks who ain't never coached or ever been on a hot seat by an owner and and know nothing regarding calling plays and when it when to call plays and and bottom line is if if cam scored last night against seattle it's a great play call um it's a great call he didn't, though. So now it's a shit call. So shut up, man. I mean, you know, I bitched about the third and one Seattle call. That Russell Wilson throws the ball deep to give the Pats another shot. But they did it for some reason. And it is what it is. I mean, Rex coached and knows the game as good as anyone. Trust me. Rex liked both calls. Um, so... He knows what the deal is. It is what it is, man. Every game has ebb and flows. Every game requires a different situation, and obviously they know what they know. It kills me that all you guys out there talk all this shit, but not one of you have watched one down a film of the opponent that those teams played. You don't know any fucking thing schematically, and you don't know anything tendency-wise. You don't know any fucking statistical data. You don't know about those players. You don't know what they do well, what they don't do well there's reasons these guys call what they call there's reasons i called what i called and people still oh why did you throw the ball motherfucker i watched the film you didn't shut the fuck up you guys all know everything it's amazing to me that you motherfuckers know everything about everybody's profession but you work at dunkin donuts at 500 pounds, serving donuts to motherfuckers, talking about what you should have did and when you didn't get your fucking bitch snatched up in high school by a guy like me and now you hate people like me because you were a fucking fat fuck. Those are the people out there talking all the shit. It ain't the guy with a good head on his shoulders who helps people every day and fucking says, you know what, I see what his rationale is. I see why Coach JB did this. I see why... Bilicek called that play because they already had scored on it. It was the same fucking front they saw before. They already ran a play pass and threw a touchdown off of it. So now you got at least Seattle guessing. And the difference is New England's O-line got blown up. The 12th man won for Seattle, I guess. They heard the fucking voice. I'm just telling you, penetration kills offenses. And that's what happened on the last play of the game if you watched it. And when they ran it in three times before with Cam Newton, New England's offense got surge and push. And all you need is a tie with Cam Newton. He's two hundred and sixty pounds, six six, and he he walks. He's going to get a push with his body and athleticism, and get in. But you know, Adams fucking spikes in, and you know they said fuck it. They they zone dropped the guy if you don't if you didn't notice. So they brought Adams. And in case they ran play pass, they dropped a guy to cover that fullback in the flat. But once they saw the fullback cut the edge down, they knew it was run. They filled it and uh, they made a play. So, is what it is, man. Um, another big name opted out today: college football, Texas A&M linebacker. So. So, let's get into this football deal. This is the topic of the day. Um, even though I said I wasn't going to talk football no more, I'm on to a different deal. I'm not into college no more. I'm, no, I'm into football overall, and now I'm talking NFL today. All right? Like I've been saying, pieces of meat in this meat market, that's what they are. I always say that. I've always said the opt-outs I, I always said these cats should have opted out. NFL guys, college guys, I just think NCAA gave you a year, go to use it. NFL you're NFL ready? Go to the draft. All Americans don't want to play, come back next year or go to the draft. We're all all these kids and the babies are pieces of meat in the meat market. And I always said opt out because not only is the COVID weighing on you, you got the social unrest. Which is affecting ninety percent of these teams because they're all black players, right? So why are we having more? So why are we still talking about it? Like you chose to play, though, players. You wanted to. We we want to play. Fucking hashtag. So go go own it. NFL. Hundred guys opted out. Mostly older guys that are securely financially secure. Young guys who need those fucking contract years and needs those. Has to have that because if they've done either stupid things with their young money already or they fucking don't have enough money for their lifestyle, so they have to play, right? But I've been telling you guys, I've been saying it for fucking six months. You cannot play at the NFL level, even at the big-time four-year level, if you don't have spring ball, if you don't have OTAs, if you're not physically tip-top What happens if you're not? Because nobody gives a fuck about these cats, these individual players. Nobody gives a fuck that we are going to have more injuries than we've ever seen. Like I told you guys six months ago, our minds can run a thousand miles an hour. Our bodies cannot. Our bodies cannot ever have enough prep time. A little alone, of two months. There's just not enough conditioning, as I said months ago. If there if there isn't time to prep without spring ball, OTAs, etc., the product we're gonna get is going to be the fucking worst NFL product you've ever seen. And just wait till you see your rosters today, Niners fans. Giant fans, Panther fans, fucking Bronco fans, Green Bay fans, Colt fans, Dolphin fans, I mean, Eagle fans, whatever it is, your guys got decimated yesterday because we're in week two in the NFL. The NFL's doing the stupidest thing, in my opinion, during this shitty fucking season to be playing. They should have eliminated Thursday night games. But again, you're there to please billionaires, not millionaires. The players are millionaires. Some of them are hundred thousandaires that are these young cats having to play. Nobody gives a fuck about your contract year, Youngsters. Nobody gives a fuck that you just blew your fucking knee out and that just probably cost you 30 to 50 million dollars, Saquon Barkley. But nobody gives a fuck. And if I was your coaches, I would have been telling you guys, like Billichick told Hightower and those guys, fucking, you guys should have left and opted out. But we're trying to please America. So we can watch sports, and I understand that, and all this shit, but really we're pleasing billionaires so they can keep their TV contracts, so the money keeps rolling in, and these cats are fucking puppets in a puppet show, and the billionaires are holding it over their head, man, so let me just give you a little conscience, over 30 major injuries in a One afternoon, thirty. Bosa done ACL. Barkley done ACL. Lock QB done AC joint. Garoppolo's ankle. Sutton knee receiver. McCaffrey ankle. Devontae Adams hamstring. Listen to these injuries, okay? I'm just gonna corner for the Ravens. um, Young knee. Hooker Colts. Achilles tendon. Sharif, or whatever his name is, the knee for the, rec- the receiver for the fucking Washington no-name team. Wide receiver, right? Knee. The, the corner for the Dolphins, Jones. Groin. Monster. They're the, the the running back for the fucking Niners. 80-yard touchdown run on the first fucking play, and he's an MCL terror. Or at least it's a heavy sprain. Could be worse. Done for the game. Tyrod Taylor has a chest injury quarterback. Will Fuller. Guess what he is. He's a receiver. Guess what injury he has. Hamstring. Jonathan Joseph. Great fucking uh, player. Uh, Dory Jackson. Great player. We got Barr shoulder injury. Defensive end takes on what? Has to wrong arm dudes all night. Has to take on fucking different fucking t- uh, offensive tackles and tight end double teams. He's out Shoulder. Linder, knee, center for the Jags. Samiola, the guard for the Eagles, knee out. O tackle for the Falcons, McGarry out. Bruce Irvin, former Juco player, Bruce Irvin, knee out. Dog, do you guys see the injuries? 30 plus injuries, and you're seeing ACL, ACL, knee, knee, hamstring, groin. And they're done by who? Corners, receivers, running backs. And then you got some few D linemen in there because they're not physically ready to play every week, practice all week, play in a game, and then have Thursday games after a four-day layoff. Barkley played on Thursday and then has to play again. I mean, played on the first Sunday, then played on Thursday, and then... Hey, dude, he's not in that shape. You guys think, oh, he looks—he's ripped. It doesn't matter. You don't understand what football entails. It's a constant grind. It's a constant reminder how fucking tip-top you got to be, and you have twenty pounds of gear on, and you're expected to run twenty miles an hour with that gear on, and then hit someone full speed. You guys don't know what that does to a body, man. But you guys want to watch football. I'm telling you, you're going to be watching JV football at the NFL level in about two weeks. If you don't see it already. 30 players, 20 or more of them are stars in our league. Stars. Does this risk outweigh the reward? Come on, man. Garoppolo's out. I mean, dog, you guys are fucking dudes. Devonte Adams, hamstring. Because receivers have to run routes and every day, every down, and they have to run full speed to fucking look like they're running a route, even on a run play, so they can block the fucking guy. They're going to tear their hamstrings. Will Fuller, hamstring. Devontae Adams, hamstring. Fucking uh, the Colts receiver, hamstring. The fucking Redskins receiver, hamstring. Then the running backs, guess what they blew out? Their fucking ACLs. Why they cut a lot, right? They fucking jump cut. They have to accelerate, decelerate, accelerate. Take on a hit. Block. These motherfuckers aren't ready to play and we're forcing a fucking round peg into a square hole just because you want to please billionaires. They don't give a fuck about you cats, dog. Tell you, I bet you Richard Sherman would be saying the same thing right now. Troy Vincent NFL fucking players association, the union, you guys are fucking doing your players a disservice, man. But hey, hey, you 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 young players that are playing right now have the largest voice ever. Could really make a difference and 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 if and if you get your players union and fucking Troy Vincent and all these dudes involved, you guys can hold these guys by the nuts. But you're not cuz you just want you want that quick dollar. I don't know, man. McCaffrey and Barkley are out. Like, what does that show you? Who are you, monstered even, if you're a 49er fan. Those are three legitimate-ass running backs. Like, there's not much better in the NFL, just so we're clear. I mean, Devontae Adams, you're a hamstring strain away from ripping it off the bone, probably. I mean, you had 14 catches last week. You know you didn't recover during the week. And then you played again. Will Fuller, you had nine or ten catches, wake one against the Chiefs. Now you're having to play against the Ravens defense, stress your body out more. And you're a hamstring away from, and you're not very fast. You're not like Levante Adams, but you're still a hamstring away from pulling it off a bone um, and being done. I mean, come on, man. What does that do to your Texans? You know, fucking Watson's already down without without Hopkins. I mean, he has no outside threats. They're not very good on offense. And uh, I don't know. Troy Vincent Players Union, you need to stop and get your players some protection and long-term security, man. Stop bullshitting. You guys are just here to fucking please billionaires, man, for TV contracts and shit. One, two, three not even four months of prep can can it can't happen man we're only going to see more and more but who cares nobody will care uh when your contract's up like i said um hey but you're coming off an mcl barkley on, on a fucking joke of a season just to keep tv contracts and, and and billionaires happy man i hope they pay you bro hope they play you guys Hope your team's rosters, fantasy pick, draft pick guys, are. I are, 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 hope you guys that play fantasy are happy today. <laughs> Man, you guys are unbelievable. I don't see it. Talk about the Cowboy game. You know, the Cowboys come back from this huge deficit. And like I said, I talked about Quinn losing his job on the deal. But let's not anoint the Cowboys as a great fucking play team either, okay? They're not very good. I'm just going to be honest. Atlanta has one of the worst defenses in the NFL. The Cowboys have an identity crisis, in my opinion. They don't know what they're doing on offense and on defense. The Cowboys aren't very good, even though they have all these dudes and all this money. They're not very good. So I hope you guys, Cowboy fans, can figure out they are who we thought, and uh, they'll be a nine and seven, seven and nine team within there. Maybe eight and eight. I'm just telling you, it is what it is, bro. Um, they're not very good So, this show is brought to you by Manscaped 2020 has been a year of things are happening and completely out of your control but there is one thing you can control and that's shaving your bush our sponsors at Manscaped have here, are here to remind you to do so, Manscaped is here to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience you gotta fucking use Manscaped fellas if you watch the Grant commercial go watch the Grant commercial man He's a fucking he he fucked me by the way yesterday. He had zero draft points for me on fantasy on DraftKings. But anyway, um in fact, listeners to this show, you'll get twenty percent off and free shipping with the code Slapdick at manscaped.com. That's twenty percent off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the promo code SlapDick. It's time to grab two thousand twenty by the horn, shave that front trunk, take your grooming game to the next level. Come on, man. Manscaped up. Promo code Slapdick. Go get you some. So Shannon Sharp comes out and says that Dan Quinn should be fired. Now, that Shannon Sharp's another fuck that's never co- coached a down, all right? Just because you play doesn't mean you can coach. I've coached with ex-NFL players, just so we're clear, and they're awful. They're fucking awful. And you can ask a lot of big-time coaches that, about their guys, NFL players, that, that they were these big-time players and these dudes. Can't coach a lick. They're fucking awful. But kids see him and say, oh, fuck, that's Dion. It doesn't matter if it's Dion. He's never coached, and he doesn't understand the nuances and all these things. And everybody's going to say, it's Dion. He can go in the house and recruit anyone. No, he can't. And you're going to learn the hard way. I'm just telling you. It's happened before. Dion's not the first star to coach. Ask Mike fucking Singletary. Yeah, the players really respected the shit out of that guy, didn't they, Vernon Davis? You guys don't get it, man. These kids are a different generation. They're not the yes-sir-no-sir no sir kid that we coached, or we were, older generation. So they're not the same dudes. These dudes are like enabled crybaby fucks. So you got to understand, this ain't going to be what, what you thought. This is going to be a whole nother ball game, man. So you better get used to it and you better fucking understand if you want to coach this game, you either adapt and you fucking figure it out or you do something else. That's just what it is. Sorry to say it, but that's the truth of it. Go work at JCPenney Warehouse or coach prima donnas and make your millions of dollars and act like you're the shit. Just telling you, you either figure these kids out or you get out of the bit for profession. College level, you either figure these kids out how to push their buttons, how to fucking recruit to them and not how to recruit them and not lie to them, their families and themselves, and figure out how to get them where they could not get themselves. Definition of coaching or do something else. Quit using them as a piece of meat. Stop lying to them like you fucking do and stop acting like you really care when you don't just so you know that's what a lot of you fucks do and that's what's happening and you guys don't want to admit it and a lot of you guys that are fans of that particular program won't admit it and you won't say oh no not coach swingy not coach saving not coach this not coach that well i mean the truth hurts fellas sorry just trying to tell you, better fucking open your eyes let's see if Dion can get some big time players to fucking um Jackson State I mean, we'll see um but let's so you know I'm not gonna bash Dion when he doesn't do well and I'm not gonna praise him if he does do well. We'll see how he does i mean let's it's a process give him some years though. Don't fucking give him six months and say his recruiting class is horrible. He didn't even get it's a COVID. It's a quarantine. There's so much shit going on. But everyone's still expecting the same shit to occur like as if we were normal with, and not having to wear a mask outside every fucking day. So it's not normal. The two thousand twenty uh, recruiting classes for these four year programs have been awful. They've been shit. They've been a m- mockery. The high school coaching buddies of mine in the college JUCO guy—they're saying it's a joke. These guys, the D ones, are even—they're—they're they're worse than they've ever been as far as having some fucking common courtesy. So, did you think they were different? That's why you—why you think I was an asshole with the motherfuckers? They don't give a fuck about you, coaches. They need the pieces of meat for their market. Let's not get it twisted. They're not hiring you, are they? Coaches? High school coaches? Oh, man, I got the best player. I'm going to get a job. (laughs) I can make that a show, bro. I can make that a, a legitimate... Not a show on a podcast. A fucking Netflix series. I can make that statement into. I have the best players... They told me they'll hire me. <laughs> Let's Netflix, hit me up, man. A TLC, 90 Day Fiance shit, hit me up. We'll make a show out of the four-year schools that tell the high school coaches they'll hire them because they have the best players. I don't know. NBA's on a little relaxation time. They, Boston don't play again, I think, till fucking Wednesday or something. Um, so we'll see. I'm going to do a pool. Who's fired first? Matt Patricia, Adam Gase, or Dan Quinn? Who do you think is going to be fired first? Uh, I don't know. I'll put a poll out on YouTube, man. But become a member on my YouTube. Check it out. Go buy some Manscaped. Go get my whiskey. Slapdick whiskey. CoachJBstore.com. Give me some. Go get some cigars. Slapdickcigars.com. And uh, hey, Amen. Sip on some yak, smoke a stick. Hey, they're both very good. My boy, Marcellus Wiley, shout out. He bought 10 bottles the other day, posted it on social media. Good looking out. Hub City in the house. Hey, uh, be safe out there, man. I'm just making up for the Sunday podcast. I'll be back at you for whatever Wednesday with Spree on YouTube Live. And then uh, Friday, I'll have my Pick'em Quick segment again for the weekend with brandon lang brandon lang.com check him out he i want to see how he fared this week um i had a really a shitty week compared just besides beating brand i beat the fucking number one handicapper in the world but then i can't do shit else so go figure um so hey is what it is man that's why it's called gambling hey you guys be safe out there man and uh be good to each other. The real coach J B, Stogie and Cali, we're out. Hey, Mamba out. Peace. I don't wanna fucking hear your mouth.